Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the IntelliKey Podcast. I am, as usual, your humble host, Paul Lado, and today we are talking about Big Brother once again. Yes, I know you guys are like, Lado, you constantly talk about Big Brother, bro. You just talk about Big Brother, and it sucks. We're sick and tired of hearing about it. Dude, it's not that I talk too much about Big Brother. Um, it's that I'm a technologist, right? Most of you guys know I'm a goddamn technologist. But the problem that I have is that um, technology can be good and technology can be bad. And I see a lot of technology. I deal with technology on a day-to-day basis. And I see a lot of emerging, cutting-edge technology that is just bad. Now, it's not necessarily bad in the technology itself. It's bad in the application of that technology, right? So basically, it's making us, as you guys have heard me say a hundred times before, it's making us weaker. It's making us dumber. It's making us, you know, uh, basically just an inferior race where we allow the technology to do all the heavy lifting for us. And it's going one step further, kids. Yes, facial recognition surveillance in our classrooms. Now, I have two teenage boys, Tommy, 17, and Josie, 14. And these, I don't know how I feel about having my kids tracked through facial recognition software, because there's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. Technology is made by humans. Humans are fallible. Therefore, technology is fallible. So, for me to kind of sit there and go, oh, no, 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 it'll all work out. Uh, not exactly, kids. Not exactly. It doesn't always work out the way we want it to. Okay, the rules of engagement as usual. Um, I don't do research. I did a little bit of research, but I mostly drew one experience for this little podcast. And I swear a lot, fuck shit, ask cunt boobs. So if you don't like swearing, Go watch something else. Go watch some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're awesome. I love watching them, and there's no swearing in it. So uh, I'm also going to play some awesome music, sad songs to get drunk by, some of my personal favorite collections. So I hope you guys stay with me for the next hour. I'm going to play a couple of songs, and I'll be back soon.
Alright, we are back. Back, 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 back. And today, tonight, tonight, today, tonight, wherever, wherever you are all over the world, we are talking about uh, facial recognition software. We're, talk we're not really talking about that. We're talking about when technology goes horribly wrong. So I'm, uh, I saw an article in the Age newspaper a little while back and uh, Victoria, Australia, for those of you that are international, that's where I'm located. Uh, there's a dude called Jimmy Molino. And he is our uh, education minister. And he's clamping down on facial rec recognition technology in schools. And he basically says that the software privacy risks make him uncomfortable. And uh, although it probably does sound a bit like a sci-fi movie, there's a, a small, small number of Victorian schools that have been trialling scanners that sweep classrooms for students' faces to ensure that no one is missing, right? But, um, of course, there are some privacy concerns about the technology. And uh, Jimmy Molino, Jimmy, is uh, not happy about it, right? Um, so he's ordered the education department to immediately assess the software and report back to him, right? Uh, he's also asked the department to contact every state school and remind them that they must undertake a privacy impact statement before they even consider the software. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a little secret, right? Shh, don't tell anyone. So... I hack computers for a living. Shh. And I'm going to tell you this, dude, there's not a system that you can't hack into, right? Given enough time, given enough resources, given enough motivation, you will eventually hack into it. Now, imagine this. Your kid goes to a school where there's facial recognition software. That stuff is online. Even in a closed network such as a school, nine out of ten times, they'll probably have wireless so you can sit pretty much within a certain range, hack into their wireless network. I can show you how to do that in about six steps. And then I'm inside their internal network, right? Inside that internal network, they will have software installed on a server. It'll take role, right? And uh, I could potentially hack into it. Actually, fuck it. I'm going to say not potentially hack into it. I would hack into it given enough time. So all of a sudden, you've got a complete stranger who's potentially got access. On top of that, you've got kids Kids are some of the greatest hackers. They were born into the technology, grew up with the technology, and they will find ways around this shit. I'm always concerned, right, with technology that is deployed to make life easier. To me, technology, right, shouldn't replace, it should enhance. If technology is filling a gap that is there, right, then by all means, let's use it. But if it is, um, <coughs> excuse me, if it's replacing something that doesn't require to be replaced, then fucking hell. Dude, you call out the name, Paulie Lado, Paulie Lado, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller. And if they don't answer, they're not there. You kind of stand up, have a bit of a look around. They're not there. You mark them down as absent. You call the parents, right? To basically just make life easier, we are potentially putting our children's well-being at risk. Because if you, I'm a nice guy, but imagine a pedophile. Hey, dude, I want pictures, right? So you gotta, you gotta look at all these risks, right? You gotta look at how you store them, how long you store them for, you know, um, how much of a zoom have you got on it? How much of a zoom don't you have on it? Can it be used to penalise students when you shouldn't? All these other crazy things. So um, 
I'm I'm with Jimmy. I'm with Jimmy Molino on this one. He sounds like a gangster, Jimmy Molino. Um, because you know he's got kids and he's uncomfortable about it as he's, you know, uh, at his kids' schools as well, right? So it kind of it says in the article the technology replaces the need for teachers to mark the role at the start of every class. What the fuck? It takes five minutes, dude. It takes five minutes. You're a teacher. It's part of your job. Do it, right? It's like a cab driver getting a smart car that drives itself, right, because he doesn't want to drive. And why the fuck are you a cab driver, right? So evidently small cameras periodically scan the classrooms and they match information with photos of students from school records. And if a student's missing, a notification is sent to a designated staff member who then goes and double checks where the kid is. Pretty much what they were going to have to do if someone called out his name and he wasn't in class. Right, so it's been created by an Australian startup. It's called LoopLearn, and it's being tested at unknown number of Victorian private schools, including uh, Ballarat, Clarendon College, and Sacred Heart College in Geelong. Uh, and there's also some state schools that it's going to be trialled at, including Ruthven Secondary College. So if you've got kids at those schools, you may want to start asking some fucking questions. Now, uh, William Ruthven Secondary College uh, said that it would no longer go ahead with the trial because the school had not done a full privacy impact assessment. It's kind of scary shit, and it kind of does scare the shit out of me when people start doing things, um, you know, without actually checking first. So, you know, Information Commissioner uh, Sven Blumer said that the compromising of children's privacy appeared to outweigh the benefits of the technology. Um, I, some people would say to me, right, oh, step one, you're a technologist. What are you doing? Step two, those kids are already under surveillance in places like Facebook and so forth. Yes, I agree, right? But here's, not, here's my thing, right? Step one, yes, I'm a technologist. But I'm also a humanist. So from my perspective, as I said before, technology should not replace. Technology should enhance. Where there is a gap that humans cannot fill, that is where technology steps in. Not to make our life necessarily easier. That's one. Two, right? Yes, our kids are on Facebook. You know, that horse has bolted. You're not getting it back. But do we use putting more surveillance on top of what we already have as an excuse for deploying it? No, right? No. We don't say, the dude's been shot twice. Oh, what the fuck? I'll just stab him as well. We don't do that, right? So we need to start asking these, these questions before we start just making these half-assed implementations where we just go, you know what, it'll make life easier, make life easier. Nah, forget about it, dude. Honestly, forget about it. Have a think before you just give up uh, this kind of information. All right, I'm going to play a couple of songs and I'll be back soon.
coming down This time For my heart lies Far and away where they took you down Let them over to your People, if they let you breathe, don't give a damn if you still can't see. Still, my heart beats for you. Have become all I
my bed as I sleep If you must mourn my love Mourn with the moon and the stars up above And tonight we're talking about privacy and privacy at our kids' schools, which is pretty fucking crazy. Now, 
there are some unique risks for biometrics. Biometrics uh, is basically um, utilizing a combination of technology and physiology. So, you know, like retinal scans and things like this, uh, which can be used to identify people based on um, unchangeable personal characteristics. So unlike other categories of identifying information, such as your driver's license, if biometric information is compromised, it's generally not possible to get a new identifier, right? So if someone has compromised your fingerprints, you're not going to get new fingerprints. If someone compromises your retinal scan, you're not going to get new retinas, right? That shit ain't happening. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, biometric authentic, uh, sorry, biometric recognition, facial recognition has been trialed on terrorist um, to identify known terrorists in airports uh, in a number of places around the world. And it's they've actually... One, they've actually found a lot of what's called false positives, where it identifies someone that isn't a terrorist and all hell breaks loose. Or two, uh, the statistics don't show that there's been a decrease in terrorism because of this, right? There's not more terrorists being picked up at airports. It's just not happening. There's more people being flagged at airports, but not necessarily terrorists. So this kind of shit is pretty, pretty crazy. Now, Loopland co-founder Zoe Milne said the technology saved teachers valuable time. <sighs> so she reckons that they found uh, that schools report that the role marking process can take up to two and a half hours of lesson time from students every week. Schools spend this teaching time as well as additional time from administrative staff on role marking because they have a duty to keep students safe. Yeah, you kind of made my point for me. So um, they have to keep students safe. And there's no proof that biometric technology, that your facial recognition software is going to do that. So at the end of the day, um, this isn't a trial on time. It's a trial on how well it works. And from my perspective, I don't think we should be looking down this road. You know, it's really, really insane. Um, she reckons that the technology has been designed with privacy at its core and it complies with all relevant legislation and deleted student faces once they've been identified. Okay, let me tell you something. Um, being in compliance does not mean that you are secure. Do you know what I mean? You can be in compliance with road laws right, by having your seatbelt on, but you can still crash and get seriously hurt. There is no correlation between compliance and security. And I, I, I fight this battle every single day with clients, but we are in compliance. But that does not mean that you are secure. It means that there is a checklist that you've undergone that has fuck all to do with security, right? Now, it is becoming increasingly common, right, in airports, as I said before, um, Things like um, China's social credit system will, by 2020, will monitor 1.4 billion citizens using surveillance cameras fitted with facial recognition to unlock latest iPhones and so forth. Now, in the US, for example, where they have school shootings, uh, some systems allow security officers to respond to expelled students and sex offenders and disgruntled employees whose photos have been uploaded into the system. Okay, there's still some privacy concerns there, but this is a more compelling argument. This keeps our kids safer. 
been saying, well, you know, taking roll call, that's the way to go. No, 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 no. If you came to me with this argument, I would still be fearful, but I'd be more open to discussion, which I am not. Um, and a number of, of students, of course, have said, you know, I don't like being monitored. I don't want to be monitored like that. Now, um, uh, Ballarat Clarendon College, um, their uh, head of research, Greg Ashman, said that the school had completed a thorough risk assessment and communicated its plans to the community. That is fine, dude. That is fine. You can do your risk assessment. You can communicate it to the community. Everyone can agree. Happy days. Kumbaya. Hold hands. In no way does that mean that it's a good idea. There was a dude, right, called Adolf Hitler, who did a risk assessment and communicated it to his community. And people died, right? Just because a group of people agree with an idea does not make it a good idea, people. So think about that. It's not about whether this is, you know, a, 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 a good technology or a bad technology. It's all about the implementation and the use case of that technology. So think about it. Is this something that I would be comfortable living with? Yes or no? I'm going to play some music and uh, we'll be back soon. I've seen the world, done it all, had my cake now, diamonds,
We are back, and I'd like to do a shout-out to some of our wonderful show sponsors. 
uh, tracks restaurant at 5.33 to 5.35 on the P&N Highway, Bomb Beach. Um, Monday nights, Wednesday nights, Palmer nights, like 20 bucks with a drink. Thursday nights, steak night, like 25 bucks with a drink. Awesome food, big ass Palmer's. Go down there, say hi to Jeff and Casey. And also uh, Zanko Cafe Bar at 6.27 the P&N Highway. Karam, the old tracks. Um, the original Headbanger HQ for us. So uh, go down there, have a feed as well. Uh, Ozpet Miners, your trusted pet care alternative at ozpetminers.com.au. Call Mr. Kevin Spencer today on 04888-69738 or go to ozpetminers.com.au. They do dog walking, pet transport, waste removal, feeding and watering medications. They do security checks if you go away on holidays, do bins in and out, the whole lot. So reach out to uh, ospetminders.com.au, your trusted pet care alternative. Uh, Doobsis.com, that's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. Ivan Prosper, my homeboy, Ivan, web and application development, everything you need, design, development, deployment, entire software development lifecycle. He does new websites, changes existing websites, creates plugins and APIs. He can do front-end and back-end design and deployment. Um, on-page search engine optimization, off-page search engine optimization, everything you need. So go to doobsis.com, that's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com for your web application needs. And of course, um, Cruise PT, C-R-U-Z space PT on Facebook and Instagram. My little brother, Phil the Cruise, uh, mad fighter, mad trainer. Uh, if you've ever wanted to learn how to fight without getting punched in the face and get super fit, he is your man. So reach out to him on Facebook and uh, on Instagram. He's got some crazy stuff on Instagram, crazy workouts. All right. So we're talking about facial recognition in Victorian schools and how it's oh, half and half. I've got some messages coming through. Some people think it's awesome because they like to keep track of their kids. Some people think it's terrible. We're losing more and more of our privacy. Look, I probably tend to... Okay, here's the thing. Everyone wants to know where their kids are at all time. It's dangerous times. But I kind of... You know, I do too, right? But at the same time, dude, there's a part of me that says, if you've got a good relationship with your kids, then you're going to know what they're doing because they're going to be honest with you, right? Don't don't think the technology is going to replace having a good relationship with your children. Um, the second thing I kind of also think is that kid, kids are going to get up to no good a little bit. It's called cutting your teeth, right? You're going to do some stuff and you're going to get your ass kicked by your parents, and that's part of life. That That's part of growing up. So by taking that away from them, constantly placing them under this constant kind of state of surveillance, it's not only not good, in my opinion, not only not good for their development, but it can actually lead to some serious problems, paranoia, anxiety, all this other shit, right? Build trust with your kids as opposed to, you know, just getting technology to, to do the heavy lifting for you. I mean, I got up to no good when I was a teenager. My brothers got up to no good when they were teenagers. We're still here. We're still having fun. We're still in one piece because we had good relationships with our parents. It was as simple as that, right? Um, I guess the other thing is that this kind of goes straight back to my cult of surveillance. We are so paranoid, so security conscious in this day and age that we just have forgotten how to trust. Dude, it's about faith. You kind of have to trust. Um, you know, I'm not on my fucking high horse here because I used to have mad control problems, mad control problems. 
But you kind of have to take certain things at face value. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. So you know what? When you meet someone or when you read something, try and keep in mind that they're probably more similar to you than dissimilar. And they probably do you a good turn as opposed to a bad one. Right? All right. I'm going to play some more music and we'll be back to close off this show. Say something awful As if fucking the world is your right And I watch you stumble Drunk out into the night To cat call ladies You're thirsty
say you weren't born of a blood I know we're the crooked kind But you're crooked too, boy, and a child
we're back and we've hit the end of yet another show. I hope it's given you guys some food for thought. Um, so what are some of the takeaways? Some of the takeaways for me from this article, which kind of got me thinking, was this. Is all technology a good idea? And I think the answer is no. I think in a lot of ways, a lot of technology makes us kind of, you know, uh, lazy more than anything. I saw this I saw this office chair the other day that where you don't have to get up. It's just motorized. And they've been around for a while. But I'm like, dude, use your fucking feet. Get up and go to the toilet. You know, what are you, an invalid? Sure, if, if, if you're an invalid or you have some kind of illness and you can't do it, that's great. But if you've got perfectly good feet, why aren't you using them? Use them, right? So the first thing is, is this a good idea, yes or no? Two, technology should be there to uh, fill in a gap, a need that humans cannot implement, right, or cannot get over the line. It should not be there to replace things that are relatively easy to do just because we want to make our life easier. And three, stop surveilling your children, goddammit. Instead, sit down, have a conversation with them. Tell them you don't want to surveil them, but there has to be some kind of trust. There has to be some kind of, you know, backwards and forwards between you guys, right? You'll all be the better for it, I guarantee you. Or alternatively, they fuck up like every other teenager does, and then you have a reason to surveil them. It's completely up to you. I don't judge, and I don't tell you how to raise your kids, as long as you don't tell me how to raise mine. I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. I've certainly enjoyed doing it. Uh, it always gets my, my my blood flowing when I read stories like that. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other, right? Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And we'll see you next week. Deuces.
Take my mind and take my pain. 